October 16, 1991, George Hernard celebrated his 35th birthday by driving a Ford Ranger truck through a plate glass window of a Luby's cafeteria in Killeen, Texas. Hernard stalked, shot, and murdered 23 people, 10 of them with a single-style execution shot to the back of the head, and wounded another 27 even now, after all the mass shootings we've had, this is the sixth deadliest. At the time, it was by far the deadliest mass shooting. I tried to do a serious intro one time. This is where we got. But, you know, you're going to be belching a lot when you get filled up with this episode of Death Metal Deuce. Buddy, yeah. I know you got a lot of strong feelings about Luby's Cafeteria. Oh, you have you have a clue. You love a lube. Oh man, my lube, lube me up. A lube, yeah. I mean, dude, you know, I feel like we've all had the classic cafeteria experience. Mm-hmm. You go in, and it's like the, they try to regulate the buffet with a, with money. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a child, then you have no concept of fiscal dividends yep. you just you go off oh but it's fucking delicious food like they know how to fucking you know the cafeteria is always way better than a buffet in the sense of like they, I think they prepare a little bit less mm-hmm. but you just go through and you pick out what you want you pay yeah, for it yeah. buy the fucking item and you, I like to have a choice you know what I mean yeah man like let me be a fucking diabetic man. on my own terms you mean lay out what I get? Like, is, Lu- I, is there st- is Luby still open? Yeah, I mean, there's got there's one in Little Rock, I think. Yeah, when's the last time you went to a Luby's? Oh, since it was in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> there was one in the mall in Hot Springs. Man. Yeah, there used to be a Wyatt's and then it turned to a Luby's. What was Wyatt's? Was it like the a same thing? Yeah, same yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like uh, he was bringing up. Mark was talking about whenever I was a kid. You know, I did, I hated church, man, but. Motherfucker, if you told me we was going to Luby's, I'd always check with you. Did, did I act good tonight, today, this morning? Did I act good in church enough to go get some fucking Luby's? And then they would go, no, but we're still going. That but rocks, that, dude. But that, all that, that didn't meant, reinforce it. That's the, that's the reason why, look, uh, neither one of us are mental health experts. Yeah. But we've been doing this shit long enough that I can tell you right now the mm-hmm. reason why you were such a fat fuck dude. is because, number one, they tried to use food as a reward. Yep. And then number two, they didn't even stick to it. And they yeah, just gave man. me the fucking food anyways. Yeah, dude. But the difference was, it was like if I was good, I got two light plates. What's a light plate? And a light plate is whatever. <laughs> they give you a smaller plate and you just get smaller portions. <laughs> yeah. Which would be like, man, what's the go-to for me if I'm getting one? Man, that's a chicken fried steak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a light plate, dude. Man, yeah, for the, sure. Definitely, that's what that is. But they would just cut the chicken fried steak in half. Oh, fuck that. You got two? Why don't you just get a regular plate? No, 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 because I I would get two light plates if I was good. Yeah. And I would get the... the, So uh, they would give you less food if you weren't good? Yeah, man, but their chicken fried (laughs) steaks are huge. (laughs) But I didn't want the same thing. (laughs) That's so funny. But a regular plate was like a big-ass chicken fried steak. I didn't do that, man. I got a a light plate. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. With a chicken fried steak and white gravy and mashed potatoes yeah. and fucking mac and cheese. Did you get the white gravy on the potatoes too? Oh, yeah. So no brown gravy. No brown gravy. I wasn't a Do you brown. fuck with brown gravy now? Oh, I did, but I'm getting to the brown gravy, man. All right, go ahead. But I'm getting to a specific go, go type go of brown off, gravy. Dude, go man. off. Let them have it. Man, so you get your get bread. I got, my, I got my fucking uh, cornbread, the jalapeno cornbread. Yeah. That's the light plate? Yeah, man. Those four things is a light plate. Yeah, but then I got a dessert. Yeah. Which my my grandpa was a he was a wasn't very good at a lot of things, man, but this is pretty cool. One day he got some bread pudding and he told me he said, "Hey, man, will you put the ham gravy on that?" The ham gravy. Man, cuz it was like a pineapple sweet ham gravy. <laughs> dude, dude, no. Put that on the bread good. pudding. That's great. <laughs> no, dude, no. But if I got two plates, man, I got yeah. I got the same thing, but then <laughs> yeah, I also yeah, yeah. got yeah, instead yeah. of instead of that I got fucking liver and onions, man, cuz I love liver and onions. You like that as a kid? Man, yeah, I love it still, man. This is one of my favorites. I like an onion. What's wrong with you, dude? Like everything, all the things that like, you never cease to amaze me. No, man. Out of all the dumb shit that you've done around me, Mm -hmm. around someone else that you've told me about at a later date. Yeah, liver and onions is the one that breaks No, 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 (laughs) no. No, what I'm saying is like that, like there's still, there's just an ever flowing spring of retardation underneath you. That fucking (laughs) continues to effervesce. And uh, I mean that's what I like about you, man. man you know, you just too. keep it fresh, it just keeps going. Well, shit, I can't even grow no pubes. So I got them liver and onions. That's what gave you pubes, you think? Hey, man, you can't. get But <laughs> you gotta get so fucking. Uh, so when people were like, "This puts hair on your chest," they were like, "Man, let's put pubes on your dick." Yeah, but you can't get no fucking regular ass sex officers without the sex law. You know what I'm saying? I had a bald ass sex law for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm you. I mean, you you. Your grand, like one of the another. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this particular. It's happened several times, but one time your grandpa caught you shaving your pubes. Yeah, and he go and I, like I was at your fucking house because you you would take like you would just like I would be at your house. Anyone would be at your house, and you would just go jack off in the shower and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like that's my spot. Groom yourself for hours. Yeah, and you know, everyone else would just be like, "Well, I gotta get my dick hard to shave it." <laughs> All right. And everyone else would just be like, what the fuck, dude? And so your, your grandpa like walks in. He's like, Will, you're in here shaving your cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and I told my grandma, I said, you know what you said? He said cunt. She yeah. goes, that's not that bad. I'm like, that's the king of curse words. <laughs> yeah. It used to be. It used to be. Man, now, somebody... the, now the look, the words of my childhood, like the F word and the R word, yeah. have trumped cunt. I don't think it's even bad to say it anymore, hardly. Man, so there's there's this lady I work with. I said cunt yeah. under my breath. Like, I didn't know anybody was around. She goes, you know what that means? I was like, no. She's like, that means a rape vagina. And I was like, no, it doesn't. That's what that means? And no, so she like, made fun. that up on the spot. Crap, a man. raped one, a raped vagina. Where did that come from? I don't that, know. No, dude, Australians just call the, each other cunts. Oh, hey, you fucking cunt! Yeah, I saw you over there getting yourself a fucking cold beer. Pass me one of them, you cunt. That's just regular. It's like, dude. Yeah, man. Like, what I the feel fuck like is she talking about? Cunt's not as bad as going. What on. happened to her? Show me your Where bean the, pot. You know, yeah. that's way worse. Show <laughs> me that bean pot. <laughs> bean pot, dude. <laughs> dude, nothing fucking. Uh, man, me and Mark had some shit ass barbecue in Kansas City last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. The more I think about it, the more mad I get because I didn't even finish the beans. And there's nothing I love more than ordering beans. And then you find out after you order them because you haven't been there before, they put meat in those shits. Yeah. But these were just like, too, it was too much, man. 
was too much. Too, too uh, much. It was the Arthur Bryant's, which, uh, yo, uh, dude, it's, listen to me, listen to me, no. listen to me. It's ranked the fucking sixth best barbecue. And I'm talking about, like, if you Google it and they do, like, the international barbecue rankings. Yeah. The sixth in the fucking world. Uh, and fu- the and fu- rendezvous is like number ten or eleven, which rendezvous sucks. Yeah, but I don't like who who comes up with this shit. I don't know, man. Now I will say this: the brisket sandwich I had, um, it was pretty fucking good. But it was like it was like Jew style brisket. Yeah, because it, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like deli shaved. It was fucking good, but it wasn't like you know if you go to a barbecue place and you get brisket, you expect like a slab. Of fatty fucking brisket, yeah. but this shit was like it was it was well done, but it was like deli brisket. It was like on sandwich bread, yeah, which Man, is fine. And shout out to my little brother Nichols. One time we fucking went to that place. We got yeah. line, and I was like, the line was out the door. Why didn't you fucking warn me? But but I, I mean, I didn't. You didn't say you was going there, dude. So I we thought you was going to Kansas. The City. food was coming out. The yeah. food was coming out, and I was like, man, that's bill, dude. This shit. Sucks. That's not the same place then, because it's like line service. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. But, dude, we fucking built went to this other spot, and it was way better. I don't even know what it's oh, called. My ass. It was, yeah, like, brand well, new. It was fucking, like... I, like, post the thing that it was, like, the pickles were fine. And then somebody, <laughs> the fucking Sam Talent was like, did you mess up or did you go to, did you not go to Oklahoma Joe's? Which I said something about that. And then I asked this fucking group of comics who was doing the show and putting it on, like, what was the spot? And That's they said that. They said, up. well, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I know better than to trust a goddamn comic. Yeah. And I fucking Googled it, and it was, like, number six in the fucking world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Kansas City barbecue kind of fucking sucks. It does. Man. You know what? It's time to set the record straight. It's Memphis and Texas are suck my dick. Yeah. And Pappy's in St. Louis, incredible. Yeah. Man, that one spot with them fucking snoots and pig noses. Yo! What the fuck, man? Well, yeah, that is true. That's, dude, those fucking pigs. Now, what a pig snoot is, is the end of the nose. The part that you look at on a pig that you're like, that is a cute animal. Yeah. They just cut that shit off and they deep fry it. Yeah. And then they smoke it, or vice versa. That's like bacon and fucking uh, pork rind. Pork rind. It's like combined. pork rind on the outside, the best, bacon on the inside, and it's been smoked, so it's just got full of fucking flavor. And where we had it at, it was like eight bucks for four hundred of them. Yeah, dude. God damn it, man. It was solid, man. I'm, I used to have a rule that was you don't look up barbecue. You drive to the shittiest area. And you look for a barbecue place, and you go yeah. in there, and you, that's never done me wrong. Yeah, because this poor has done me wrong several fucking times. Is googling. Let's move on. This is, is going to be a food yeah, yeah. heavy episode because number Ooh, one, we're boy. heavy. Number two, you're heavy. Number yeah. three, god damn it, I got to find me a Luby's <laughs> tank top. I should have got me one for this. <laughs> Everyone that goes to Luby's is heavy. I'm just trying to set the fucking precedent and frame for you what Luby's is. If you don't know, it's a cafeteria. What's a cafeteria? It's not unlike school, except they have several options. They got a station for your entrees, which yeah. Buddy told you what he likes. They got a station for sides. and They got bread. They have everything that completes a meal. You get several choices. You go through with the plate, and you, you pay per item. Instead of a buffet... Where you go in, and you pay for the, for the buffet, and you just yeah. keep getting whatever you want. So the high, the quality is higher. Yeah, it, but it, ha- it doesn't mean it's a high quality at all. No, but dude, them pies, fam. Mm. Yeah, it's good. 
Look, I'm telling you now, bitch. Louis is good. If you have one near you, yeah. What about Bryce's in Texarkana? Man, it's Rest not there anymore. Man. All right, that was some of the best fucking Yo, restaurants. That's ever worth in a America. tattoo, man. Yeah. All right, man. I'm with it. Let's get Bryce's back pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but I like a fucking cafeteria, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's one in Springfield, Missouri. When I go and do that fucking Blue Room, which hasn't happened in a long time. And I've only gotten better at comedy, so mathematically, it's all wrong. Yeah, however, they got a cafe. They got a cafe. It's so fucking incredible. Cafe. It's just, just, like, it's such a pastel colored '90s nightmare in there. Yeah, but it's good. And then Christmas time, they got a train set running around. Oh man, yeah. I would like to go to one tonight. We're gonna go to the fucking. I don't have. Never mind. I have no money. I'm gonna say we're gonna fucking Taco Bell. Nah, I don't want to talk. You want Taco Bell? I don't give a fuck. Let's get some Taco Bell. Look, all this food talk is how you guys are feeling right now. Is the same way. Let's just get into the murders because we're gonna murder ourselves with Mm -hmm. food if we don't fucking move on to it. Now, to understand any type of crime, what makes it? Why did it happen? Because mass shootings now. It's commonplace. Mm-hmm. You're way more likely to find a mass shooter than you are a serial killer. Well, in 1991, quite the opposite. Mass shootings hadn't happened that many times in America. You had the the Texas University bell tower, and that guy, just like everyone, was like this evil. He just had a big ass brain tumor and lost touch with reality. Woo, buddy! And someone gave him a gun, mm-hmm. and he, you know, what's crazy? And I've I've thought about that a lot because like my grandma's got the dementia and shit. Yep. And I just like she got the dementia, the dementia and the way that she goes off on things like imagine if you had a, a giant tumor inside of your brain that mm-hmm. just kept growing and growing because what dementia is, is like her brain eroding and also having irregular growth to try to make up for that. Yep. And so just weird shit happens inside there. You just go down weird paths of thought it's all like the that, time. It's like that weird ass muscle ass robot from Ninja Turtles but with the brain inside of it. My grandma. Or the tumor. The tumor, but Yeah. Yeah, but that's what happened to that dude. It was so crazy to me is that, you know, they hadn't, they didn't diagnose that or anything. Ooh. He just went, he snapped. And he was, he was like not a criminal, not a bad person, not an incel. Yeah. Just fucking, like, the tumor grew and then sent him up the bell tower. Banana. But in, anyway, again, in 1991, I mean, this week alone, there's been like four mass shootings. Four? Something like that, dude. There was a couple, um, there was... Oh, no, one was foiled because somebody was trying to, like, get back at white supremacists for the Christchurch thing. Oh. They foiled that one. But then there was, there was like, three at, a ch- at churches this week. Not mass shootings, but, like, people went in with the intent to do it, didn't do a good job. Well, I mean, they didn't do it. I'm, I shouldn't say good job, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it didn't go as according to plan. Uh. Um, but it's just, like... The, this shit's commonplace nowadays. Yeah. Like, you remember when Columbine fucking happened? Oh, yeah, man. And you're like, whoa, a school, someone shot up a school. That wasn't even the first school shooting, but still it was like ridiculously. And now, I mean, it's a few a year. Like, uh, you, uh, oh, no, yeah, uh, University of North Carolina, like one of my yeah. associates' fucking son. Oh, we straight up had to do a fucking uh, thing with the police department last year for mass shootings, like a class mm-hmm. or a training thing. And it was like, if you can get out of the building, don't worry about grabbing the kids. Just get out because you don't know. Well, yeah, that's how they teach you. Yeah. And uh, another the, the, another reason why that this shit made me like, they do, what do cops do? What do they do? What do police do at the end of the day? Like, I understand what the idea of the job is. But did you see that shit with the Parkland massacre? Because, you know, it was like very controversial. 
how the the school shooting was happening and then cops waited outside for like an hour and a half before they went in and did yeah. anything and they did a whole report on it and like I, I think a bunch of parents tried to sue I'm fucking the facts up at but I do know the article I read today was talking about how the court decided that police didn't have a responsibility to go into the school and firefight the kid to keep the other kids safe they didn't the police didn't have responsibility to do that what the fuck do you mean yeah. What is their response? That's what I'm at. That's why, like, once I read that, it's like, okay, what's their responsibility? Giving out speeding tickets? Mm-hmm. Making money for the city? Yeah. Like, whose fucking responsibility is it then? Man, you know, yeah, it's just goofy to me, man. It's like. But all that shit is what made me start going down the hole of mass shootings. Yeah. Because. They've started happening so much. Yeah. And I wanted to get back and see, like, we're like when when, when this wasn't commonplace, like, yeah. how this happened. And I, this one popped out at me because in the, at the early 90s, I mean, you know, 23 people died, 27 got shot. That is a total of 60 people shot Yeah, in a restaurant. And Killeen's not a huge town. So it is one of those towns where Luby's is, like, having just one chain restaurant is, like, a, a big old deal. I know who survived it, though, man, the bread guy, because he got that hard-ass Texas toast. Listen, listen, shirt. listen, listen, <laughs> listen. When you find out who survived and why. It's the bread guy. You're going to fucking blow one. All right, so, all right, let's just a get load? in. Let's get into it. Okay. George Pierre Hennard was born October 15th, 1956, Sayre, Pennsylvania. His father was Dr. George Marcel Hennard. She, he was an orthopedic surgeon. His mother, Gloria Jean, was a homemaker. Now, they were rich as fuck, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, his two younger siblings, a brother, Alan, and a sister, Desiree, who's for sure a stripper now. Desiree, that's oh, yeah. Yeah, every time. Uh, the family moved across the country. His father hopped from Army Hospital to Army Hospital because, you know, you're in the Army. That's how you become a doctor. and you got to keep doing that for a while. The Hanard family moved to New Mexico. His father worked at White Sands Missile Ring near Las Cruces, which is a stoner metal mecca. Yep. Las Cruces. It's a band, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it's like one of the, it's like, um, like a fucking, a lot of psychedelics go around that area. It's yeah. like a real native fucking vibe there. Yep. And then, you know, that's just a lot of the, like the Josh Homme type of bands came yeah, from yeah, down yeah. there. <clears throat> Take a drink real quick. Ooh, yeah. Allergies. I'm not like sick feeling anymore, but they yeah. drive me the fuck out. And I've been taking allergy medicine, which also drives me the fuck. Does it do that to you? Allergy pills like make you real fucking dry. Mm-hmm. This shit sucks. Yeah, so his parents are the, you know, like his mom was a stay-at-home mom. But this is something that I always notice with, like, my wealthier friends. I mean, it happened to me, too, because my grandparents were old as shit. But this is the type of kid who becomes, like, what what we got called as latchkey kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your parents are, they have jobs. They're providing for you. But they're not around enough to really make a difference in your life. Yeah. So you may catch up with a little conversation here and there, but they don't really know who you are. Yeah. It's like that. I mean, you know, they always make corny shit like this. But that's something I think about a lot having kids mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's like you, me, for example, who stays busy all the time, uh, which is my own doing. It's not like, I'm, it's like this isn't a complaint. But you just get in these cycles, you know, where it's like I, I'm just like one of the things I try to work on in my life is to like continuously 
throw things at my cycle so I don't get buried in the monotony of things. Uh-huh. Because at that, because you know, like I don't want my mindset to be like, wake up, go to work, go to the gym, come home, two hours before bed, go to bed. Yeah, I try to just like make sure in the time that I'm with my kids that I'm tr- like engaged, mm-hmm. which is hard to do because. Everyone is in a cycle. They go to school at a certain time. They come home at a certain time. Their friends are home at a certain time. Like you just get caught in these patterns. So I continuously try to like break that up. So that way I try to stay like connected and in tune with what my kids have going on. Yeah. But because it's shit like this where that doesn't happen at all. It's not even a concern. And especially, you know, back in the fifties and sixties, you didn't have to ever worry about your kids. Mm -hmm. There was no threat of kidnapping no threat of your kid being fucking no one that was making child porn back then. Yeah. Well, someone, some fucking Somebody sick was. fuck probably, well, probably was. Probably just not as bad. But yeah. it wasn't like a, like, you know, you, you could like, in, you know, even in me in the fucking nineties, I had the freedom to roam yeah. and nothing too bad ever happened. Well, it wasn't like weird if you got like some kind of weird cut in your butthole and your grandpa like blew on it to cool it down. Like nobody thought anything of it, you know? How did that even come up? Bam, you know, you, did you ever have somebody wipe your ass like when you was like younger? But you were well, like I'm conscious sh- of it? Sh- sh- no, I don't remember anybody wiping my ass, no. Yeah, I had an old burn diarrhea one time. <laughs> a grandpa, burn diarrhea? Man, it burned me up. Is that just like a real, like, did you eat spicy food? Yeah, like an acidic diarrhea? Yeah, it's probably from Luby's. <laughs> yeah, you tried out the But my grandpa sauce. called my butt. A fucking hooter, man. He was like, "Yo, gonna... <laughs> grandpa be like, yeah, we gotta wipe your hooter, man, because it just hooted, a, you know, bush, man. They hooted like an owl." I got some farts, but you were, you already knew how to wipe your own ass. No, but it burnt too bad for me to go to it, man. So did you? Call, was did hot, you man. call him and tell him to wipe your ass? I was like, something's wrong, and he was like, "It's just time to wipe, man." And I was like, "And I can't." <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Man, that fucking stove was on high. <laughs> yeah, fucking Hooter. Jesus and then I found out what Hooters really were. Knockers. Yeah, man. Zongs. And I was like, that's not even, man. Nah, but it could be a lot. It's like I've heard a joint be called a Hooter, which I love. That's, yeah, a, that's, cool, a, that's cool. a cool thing to call yeah. weed is a Hooter. Remember you want to go man. smoke this Hooter? Man. Uh, yeah, so it, that, what I'm getting at is his parents just, they didn't take care of him. They just kind of pawned him off on being a kid. In a free time, kind of took care of himself. Uh, he had a school name, a schoolmate named Lou Cadogio. Hey, Lou Cadogio, which uh, that's in New Mexico, so it probably was just like new people in New Mexico. That's like the area of the country where you don't have an accent at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is all equally weird. Yeah, I don't do I. I don't think I have an accent because I was mostly in Colorado. I don't so know. So there's no like, but I don't think I sound. Like real southern or anything? No, I don't know. I did just think that corner of the world. Do I you sound know? real southern? Yeah, dude. You know you fucking do. Uh, I like that. you got like a the whole drawl. Yeah, yeah. And you all you also talk your own way too. Yeah. Like, I go my own way. <laughs> I let my grandpa wipe my ass. <laughs> you could wipe my hooter any day. Yeah, so he's hanging out with Lou Cadogio. Uh, apparently, Lou was cool as fuck. Uh, they started calling fucking. <laughs> they started calling this motherfucker JoJo. He's like a tan Fonzie. Yeah, and that's what uh, Fonzie. Th- now this, I'm looking back at what Lou said about George, aka JoJo. 
Uh, Lou said that the next year, Hanar got into a fight with his father, which, I mean, we're talking about high school kids. Like, you don't want to fight your dad in front of everybody. And he came to school looking like he had been mauled. It looked like his father had taken a butcher knife and cut his hair. He was never the same after that. He became completely introverted. Uh, So people after that described him as a man who had an evident problem for women. With women for some reason. Had an evident problem with women for some reason. Now, today we got a word for that. Correct. So this motherfucker went from being cool. It sounds like a sad story because, you know, how child abuse goes, we talk about it all the time. So it's territory that we unfortunately covering crimes have to tread in. Uh, But traumatic events. Just one. That's the whole problem with the cycle. Not the whole problem, but the cycle of abuse. It ain't always a cycle. Like one shit thing can ruin your entire life, your childhood, your adulthood. I mean, it's all over. Like yeah. if you're if you're at a, if you're in that impressionable state of puberty, mm-hmm. and your dad does something fucking terrible to you, the the person you trust, man, call it. Well, no, nah, not always, man. Sometimes, mm. it, sometimes, sometimes it don't work that way, man. It just depends on the person. But that's what I'm saying is it can, and that's oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, if your dad beat you up bad enough and made you go back to school looking like he whipped the shit out of you. Man, you kick somebody's ass so bad they hate women. Yeah, exactly. Well, everyone, you know, looked at him weird and he just got like a temperament where he couldn't talk to women and shit. So to account for that, incel style, he became reclusive, belligerent, and he had a crazy fucking temper. So I know you've run into freaks out in the world where... They're like real fucking squirrely. Oh, yeah. And then for no reason, you'll see them blow up at shit. Yeah. Can't talk to them at all. Nope. Ask them a question. They're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Why? There's a dude that fixes our fucking printers at work. Mm-hmm. Looks like he just got off of the fucking train from Auschwitz and came in. Yeah. But he is like the most incel, like on the wire. Yeah. Like stressed out you can tell just like if someone would just suck this motherfucker's dick but that is the problem right there is the expectation because no one ever would because yeah. he's unpleasant yeah when he talks you, well, you want to hit him yeah 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 you yeah. know what i mean but he also is like too good to pay for it you know so he's like, right but they should just want to well there's you know? yeah exactly well you know there's that like trope especially because of uh what is it stepbrothers where that guy's like I just want to punch your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that type of face that I just want to punch it. Oh, yeah. There, dude, there is people. It's not a face to me. It's just like a snarkiness. Yeah. That snarky shit, shit, dude, when you're like a weak-looking little motherfucker. Yeah. And you just have like an attitude. that that and But what happens in the world we live in, like my, my, my grandpa is a very calm, mild person. Never been violent, but... If you talk to somebody the way that a lot of these fucking, like, skinny, scrawny, incel motherfuckers talk yeah. to people in, like, the 60s, my, my grandpa would have whooped your ass. So because, whooping people's ass being taken off the table. If you slap someone around today, you're going to go to prison. I hate that, man. But that that's what just changed the world. Dude, there would not... Okay, I mean, you, so this this guy... That we're talking about today is like a built-up, insane case of an incel. Yeah, this shit didn't happen like this in the '90s, and people will be like, "Well, 
all these things didn't get reported. <clears throat> that may be 100% true, that there was a lot of crazy shit going on that didn't get reported. But also, like, in the, you, you couldn't be an incel around. Like, if you were a fucking, if you came around me and Buddy, uh-huh. and we're hanging out, yep. and you're like, you know what the problem is with everything is these fucking women. And we might be like, yeah, yeah, dude, that is the problem. And just, you know, keep conversation yeah, going, yeah. being funny. And you might be like, yeah, because, uh, you know, they're supposed to be fucking me, and they ain't. And we might be like, yeah, I mean, you know, no one would, you know. Yeah. They, uh, you know, you say it's supposed to. Um, you said, there, there's a reason why people wouldn't have sex with you, probably because you're all greasy with natural grease. Yeah. You know, your hair has just got that sheen to it that lets me know your hygiene's poor. You're all fucking pays, pale, disgusting with big cargo pants on. Yep. And then they they would they would go like, yeah, but you know, they're made to get fucked and that's what they need to do. Oh yeah. And remember, remember, hey, remember that incel motherfucker we know that is like had them scratches all over him. He's big and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, yo, I, I, I mean, she sexed me up and we're like, no man, that looks like a bear attack. Yeah. And he lost it, man. He was like, no. Was like, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, well, you didn't like you. This fucking fat shit we knew came in with scratches all over his back yeah. that he had clearly done himself. On his back? Well, yeah, his back was hunched. <laughs> yeah, and he was Worse like, <laughs> he was like, a, he was, he just pulled his shirt up and he was like, he was like, man, I was messing around with this girl and she just yeah. went crazy on me. And I'm like, and I was like, you know, we were like, what do you mean crazy? He was like, man, we were having wild sex and she cut me up. And I was just like, man, that, that didn't happen. That did not. <laughs> but anyway. This like boy the, had a but, chest but, but, for but, a back. Like, that's just a lie. But like incels, yeah, yeah. like their whole thing is that they think that women like have to fuck them. Yeah. And so, but when but, but well, they have to, why don't they? Well, exactly. <laughs> but they're like disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. so what I was trying to go with the conversation is like, they, like in the nineties, when you say to someone like me and you, they have to fuck you, and you're like, what do you mean? Like, well, it's my right. Like, well, it's it, you know, you could also like get better. You could dress better. Yeah. You could do like talk better or maybe you could be better yeah. and but then when they're like no like i'm gonna get it the yeah. me me and you would just stomp them yeah oh, like, that's what you yeah. get yeah. but that they took that off the table in america and now you have motherfuckers like this running mm-hmm. like ruckusing you know what i mean most of the problems in the world are due to people getting the shit kicked out of them yeah. real bad by their parents and then also not getting not the getting the out. shit kicked out yeah. of them. dude i'm around so many people who like will just recklessly say things to you yeah man and it, like you can just you can tell because like i remember being like in kindergarten yeah and i i talked about this before so i won't draw it all up but you know i got smacked around by a senior in high school yeah me too man and i was immediately like yeah, if I get to talking crazy to someone eight times my size, they're gonna beat me up. Yeah. I got the lesson, yeah, and it helped a lot because I like limitations. Let me tell you what: in this day and age, uh, Chris and I, we, you, you come sideways, but we go slap the fuck out of you in public. Yeah, I mean, it may still happen, but I like I, I try to. I don't want to. I don't want to go to jail and shit. It ain't like I mean, twenty two, like, you know, where you, you just fucking was like, oh yeah. And you slap them and just fucking get them on the ground and start slapping more, man. Yeah, you can't do that no more. Now you get to you get two fucking sidestep, motherfucker. You getting slapped? Sure. Now we'll we'll go. Hey, man, maybe you don't want to do this. We'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the option. But and I'm, I'm we've built we've built this up for a minute. It's getting yeah, repetitive, but yeah, I yeah, the yeah. reason that that's happening is because like 
sure, this kid's dad kicked his ass. That sucks. Yep. But the trap that he falls in and like where he goes with it is insane. Mm-hmm. So he, he 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 turns racist. Um, a former roommate. Oh, yeah. This is a quote from his roommate. And like the. Uh, salute to Andy Campbell, of course, as always, for helping me research this. And we were talking about doing like I, I was like we were both looking at the same case, and with, like the the information available for this was like this was uh, another weird thing, is that it, now if the biggest mass shooting happened, that's all you would hear about in America, mm-hmm. f- with on your phone, on the TV, on the ra- everywhere, twenty four seven for a few weeks. This shit. There's like hardly any national reporting on it. It's all locally reported, which is like seems like it would be the opposite. Like you would have Oprah, Geraldo, you would think that they would have all done some shit on it. But no, for whatever reason, I'm guessing because it's like a white dude that just had like an episode. (laughs) uh, But so, yeah, but all so all the things that I'm telling you happened. These are all like local news interviews, which makes it extra ridiculous. So a roommate that this dude had said, this is his quote, he hated blacks, Hispanics, gays. He said women were snakes, and he always had derogatory remarks about them, especially after fights with his mother. Oh. Yep. So Hanard kept to himself throughout high school. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that talks about him brings up him and girls. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the, uh, Paul Crow. Who was a neighbor of his in White Sands says, I never saw him with girls. He never hung around with anybody, especially not girls. <laughs> uh, he graduated. His mom just teased him with the pussy. He was like, I'm going to give you some of this shit. And then she didn't. And then he's like, that, fucking that's, mad. that's like a Texas, like one of those Texas Chainsaw Massacres. That That's what's happened. The one with Matthew McConaughey, his mom's always yeah. like trying to get like, hey, like man, you want to get some of this shit? Hey, man. Like, oh. man, there's that one lady that works. At, she's like, a, she's wearing some kind of business suit shit, but she's like super Southern. But she got some big old knocks, man. I love a knocker. Yeah. That was the first time I was like, Matthew McConaughey's pretty cool. Oh, pull out them fucking knockers for me. Look, I'll Graduates high school in 1974, which was, of course, went to the best place for an incel, the United States Navy, served for three years, got honorably discharged, and then he worked as a merchant mariner after the Navy. And that's basically like um, you work on a boat doing the same shit as the Navy without the weapons aspect. So, you know, you're doing like long haul trucking on a boat basically uh, but with a bunch of dudes like you're cl- closed in which is a good place for him because he does not need to be around women uh hanging out on the boats is when he fell in love with the only thing he probably ever loved that's right weed hell yeah dude when i first met you i hate it I hoped you were a guy <laughs> because I hate women and I want to get high. Man, oh, I, yeah. I wish I could do that shit that I can't. Me too. We got the same crazy thing. Man, I just, I just know as soon as I take a rip, the cops are fucking coming. Dude, man. it's not the police with me. Yeah. I just get like, uh, well, I mean, you know, my again, I'm too busy for my own fucking good. Yeah. Um, you start thinking about your kids. I just like feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, man. And it just sucks. It overwhelms me. Yeah. And it gets and I just can't I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I can I if I get high. Like I can take one hit, but beyond that, I'm just like I'm ruining my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be doing like I should be talking to Joe Rogan on the phone. 
Yeah. Why am I not doing all the right things and I'll just lose my fucking shit? Uh, Hanara was arrested, of course, in 1981 for weed. His Siemens papers got suspended for a brief amount of time, which sucks because that's how he's making his living. Lost his license in 1989 for having weed on a cargo ship, you know, which is basically smuggling. Yeah. And they made him enroll in a substance abuse program in Houston, which is hilarious. That's I mean, that old fucking uh, there's a fucking old fat comedian that was trying to do. I think he's still trying to do comedy, but just would embarrass the fuck out of himself and have no consciousness about it. And you know the joke from fucking Half Baked where bot where they make Dave Chappelle go to rehab for weed. Yeah. And Bob Saget's like, "You ever suck dick for weed? Yeah. I do- suck dick for coke. He does that. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like word for word, he's just like, <laughs> my friend tried to tell me I'm addicted to weed, and I said, I don't ever suck dick for weed." <laughs> You suck dick for coke? <clears throat> you never suck dick for weed? <clears throat> Why does his breed sound like a goddamn cartoon? Because he's gun, fat man. as fucking fuck. Oh, yeah, so he's fat. H-pap. Yeah, he's got a wake apnea. That's crazy, man. It is crazy. Oh, he's boy. disgusting. But yeah, he just... God, dude, I hate comedy. Through and through. I mean, sometimes... Like that... Looking back, it's kind of funny that that guy is around. Yeah. But this... the He's like in his 50s. And like trying to like run with the kids and fucking yeah. do comedy, but he's doing like okay. So you're trying to do comedy around a bunch of young people. Do you not think that anyone between the ages of twenty and forty has fucking watched Half Baked five times? Yeah, I but mean, you're still gonna just try it. You're just gonna see what happens. And get- then someone told him one time, and he was like. Damn! Really? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. Fuck, and then he just kept doing it. It was fucking well, awesome. Well, yeah, at that point, you just that take rocks. a bunch of shit that makes you milk, man. You get you start serving up people in the crowd, your titty milk. Yeah, that's I what, what, that's used to. Be, that's true. I used to like care about comedy. That was like that was my problem. Where I'd be like, dude, I mean, he's just wasting fucking time and taking a shit on everything by yeah. fucking telling a goddamn joke from half baked. But then I realized that, like. That's everything you Who like. Who cares about anything? Every, everything <laughs> right. you like but has still, everything you, know, you hate. I, every, time I hear, every time I hear about somebody having to go to rehab for weed, like that's the cycle that I start thinking about. Uh, his parents had gotten divorced several years earlier, which somehow fucked him up, even though he hated them both in his own ways. His father moved to Houston, and his mother moved all the way to Henderson, Nevada, which is once once... He got caught on the ship with weed. They permanently suspended his Siemens papers, so he wasn't allowed to travel by boat anymore. And he had to go to live with the parent, basically, as an adult. And he chose his mom and spent a lot of time in Henderson, Nevada, which is really close to Las Vegas. Uh, the the pistols that he's going to end up using in the massacre, a Glock 17 and a Ruger P89, those are just different brands of 9 millimeters. They were purchased in Henderson, Nevada. A week and a half before he went through the massacre, he was working at a cement company in Coparis Cove, Texas. Went to pick up his check, announced he was quitting, and was such a... Like, this is how much of a fucking bitch this guy is. He loudly asked what would happen if he killed someone. But because he was such a fucking soft-ass incel lard, no one cared. Like, imagine if I went to work 
and was like, hey, what would happen if I killed somebody? Oh, you're going, dude. People would freak out, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. would get, like, someone would sneak away to the bathroom and dial 911 and, yeah. like, not talk, just, like, leave the phone up. I you feel like they would, they would react the way you do to a mass shooting. They just run out the fucking Whoa! door. Yeah. But yeah. this dude is such a bitch that everyone at the cement company is like, yeah, so how about that fucking game last night, Timothy? Yeah. You know, you got them eyes, but the kill eyes. Like, if you say it, it's going to die. Yeah, so this fucking... I mean, I'm just like... The, this guy just is soft, and he sucks, and his character's yeah. fucking terrible. A co-worker of his said that he started talking um, to some people in Belton, and he just kept going on and on about women that had, quote, giving him problems. And he would just fucking sit there every time they tried to hang out or he was had to be around people and he'd be like, watch and see. You watch and see. And it would, I assume that when he said women had given him problems. Like, we, I feel like we all probably knew somebody or were somebody in, in some unfortunate cases where, like, you had some crazy like made up relationship with somebody of the opposite sex. Like I knew people who would like talk about someone as though they were interlinked deeply in their lives, but they, the dude had never even talked to the girl before. And so what you would hear described as like a normal relationship turned out to just be the musings of a goddamn lunatic who was like, yeah, well we're going to go out. And it's like, they're just making up their fucking first date. Or some crazy fucking scenario they came up with in their mind because they're too afraid to ask a girl out. Or if they do, you know, and also, like, that was always a weird fucking move, too, is, is like, when you would watch TV and you're like, I'm going to ask a girl out, like, on a date in a high school. Well, it was just such a weird fucking interaction for people to try to figure out. So what I assume when Hanard says that he had problems with women is that, he would awkwardly go up to them and breathe at them and ask them quote unquote out. And they would probably politely say something like, Oh, you know, I've got something going on that night. Thanks for asking You're sweet. And then he'd be like, Oh, I've been having problems with this woman. You just watch and see you watch and see. God damn. Just giving me these problems on October 15th, his birthday. He had called his mother on the phone. They spoke briefly. That night, he was eating a burger and fries by himself at the restaurant outside of Belton. Apparently, he just lost his fucking mind, which, again, because he's racist, and it was Clarence Thomas getting confirmed into the Supreme Court. Just fucking imagine. Well, it's probably a Whataburger. Yeah. You know, the Texas-New Mexico border. How do you get border. mad while you eating that? You got, you have to be beyond racist type of racist to get mad about someone of a different race being successful when you're eating Whataburger. Man, the hot ketchup. And let me tell you something right now, actually. Here's a hot take for me. Whataburger's not that good. No, no, no. Uh, I had a time period where I thought it was one of the greats. It's not. It's absolutely not. I mean, it's good. Wendy's is better. Yeah, uh-huh. I would agree with that. Yep, uh, but a water burger ain't that bad. It's not bad. No, I, I mean when I'm eating fast food, I'm elated. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not gonna stress me out, but just imagine you're at a fucking water burger, and then this fucking dude loses his fucking mind about Clarence Thompson, and then they had an interview with Anita Hill, 
and he's people remarked that he screamed at the TV, "You dumb bitch! You bastards! Open the door for all the women!" Open the door for him. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do, man. Yeah, exactly. That's you're why no one would have sex with him. Yeah. Learn, friend. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm listening, man. But not I mean, you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. Take a lesson here. Yeah, but scream at Waterburgers about. Boy, he opened the fucking doors at Luby's. <laughs> yeah. And before the massacre, uh, he had stalked two sisters that lived in his neighborhood. Sent them a letter. Part of it that we have read. Please give me the satisfaction of someday laughing in the face of all those mostly white, treacherous female vipers from those two towns who tried to destroy me and my family. To these teenagers, again, these are teenagers. He had no connection to them, no reason. In the letter, he said, it's truly flattering knowing I have two teenage groupie fans. Fuck, man. This is too much Molly. Dude, you know it what? It sounds like a fucking, uh, what a vampire hunter says to vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Just fucking, uh, these mostly white vipers. <laughs> I've tied garlic around my neck because these white vipers in the night. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, I mean, he's just off, like, he's unhinged. Unhinged, he is dumb and gay. <laughs> Unhinged, and he goes to Luby's gunning. Another hit, fine, Barry fine food establishment to be mad. You yeah. know, come on, uh, you can't be mad at Luby's, dude. It's well. too delicious, and there's there's too many choices. You have to think about the decisions. You know what's really good at cafeterias is when they do like a fried cod. Yeah, man, with a lemon up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always got that shit. I got that too. So but if I wanted to change it up on a Sunday, yeah, that shit's good, dude. Uh, all right, so he like beyond like the stalking thing. Uh, again, this is all hometown reporting. That I I saw some shit where for years he would like this is again a problem with like eighties and nineties police work. Is that when some if you're a girl and you say oh this guy's stalking me and then the cops would just laugh it off <laughs> sorry so there's no big time records of like th- this guy stalking people like you remember when it was a big thing with celebrities where they had a heart like they would have a heart like somebody got murdered I can't fucking remember but they would be a stalker and they would keep reporting it and they'd be like oh you know you're fucking famous and someone got murdered and they made like a big change on all their policies for what stalking actually is but so before the internet stalking was like borderline normal because people would like lock on to a person because you didn't like especially a celebrity like the best way I can explain it is celebrities and the way I think it works is that if you if you knew there was a famous woman she looked beautiful to you you would not have any other thing to take your mind off of them there's no local women to look at there's no porn on your computer there's no way to like channel your fucking incel rage so what they would do is like make fantasies in their mind so much that it would become a reality. And so they would think like, like I've got, like I have something similar going on in my brain right now. Like mm-hmm. I listen, I listened to this fucking Joe Rogan episode where he was talking to that Russell brand guy. You hear mm-hmm. that shit? No. Like I don't listen to Joe Rogan that much anymore, but sometimes like it'll, it'll pop, like I'll put it on. This one thing popped up where he's talking about like how there's like so many people trapped in fucking poverty and yeah. like lives that are due that 
could do great things and are doing great things, but they just never get like the pop. Yeah. And he's like, there's ways to fix that. And I was like, dude, I do all the same shit that Joe Rogan does. Yeah. Like, I got to get a hold of Joe Rogan and be like, you know, said all that shit about someone being stuck that's poor that doesn't get a shot. Like, hook me up. (laughs) You know, but you but imagine that line of thought with like turning it into you think you're going to marry Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going to happen. Well, you would tell you where he fucked up at is where it really got bad is when we watch Revenge of the Nerds. You know, he's like peep eyeing them girls changing in their fucking shit. And then, and then at the end of it, they fucking do the Darth Vader thing where you're just like Darth Vader next, like her boyfriend. And then they fuck and then realizes it's a nerd. Oh, and then, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. That's that, a straight he fucking rape, that's racer. A, that's some incel shit, man. It is. For sure. That fucking dork. And he's like the hero. Man, it's, it's that movie. He ends up marrying her. Dude. Yeah, dude, he does. But also, man, there was a lot of shit about Asian people that I did not like because it also set me up for failure too because yeah. Booger or not Booger the fucking uh, ogre dude oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about the guy from fucking uh, Bloodsport yeah walks up like they're trying to kick him out of where uh, he's a big hearted hero yeah, in Bloodsport they're, they're trying to sleep on the basketball courts and they're kicking him out and he's like I'm kicking you out and he's like wait a minute he talks to the Asian guy. He's like, now, you know any karate or anything? And he's like, no. He's like, all right. And he kicks his ass. <laughs> so I was like, man, I got to ask that question before I fight somebody who's Asian. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, man. Yeah, shit was so... I liked how you were going to like complain about the fucking misogyny and racism against... Avenger the Ner- Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah. And then you just said like something way more racist. Dude, but that's what no, I'm saying. No, I, 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 I shit, like man. it. I'm I'm with it. I'm yeah, not yeah, getting yeah. on to you. I mean, I didn't. I mean, know. I said I like it. I was eight. I was eight when <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah, that yeah, movie, yeah. though. Yeah, I get a, it. Man, that's the first time I saw some tits. No, no, no. Yeah, Titanic, yeah. and then I saw tits. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you when you bring that up, he straight raped that girl. He did. She man. thought that was her boyfriend, and that was okay in that movie. No, that's what, not to me. Not to me either, man. They fucked in a moon bounce. That's okay. But not the rape well, part. Sure. No, that's terrible. Man, but you, he, he ended up marrying her, dude. And the yeah. second one, he married yeah. like that. Dude, she what? got Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is that's every incel's idea. Yeah. It's like if I can just fuck her one time, she'll never fucking leave. But do you think that, like it would be romantic? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna fuck her once, and then she'll marry me. <laughs> yeah, that dude's uh-huh. laugh was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But also, man, that's like, how Ray Romano laughs too. It's true. Hey, did you know that Roger Bojard from fucking Mortician's fucking wife is related to him? That's an uncle to Ray Romano. Yeah, dude. Like everybody loves Raymond. Like I heard he's got a he's got a podcast newspaper. He's got a podcast, and he was talking about this lady wedding crashing to eat all the food, but she was drunk, and they fucking caught her. And Ray Romano gave her a ride back home to get her out of the funeral. Man, that rocks, dude. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like Ray Romano, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Everybody Loves Raymond. I like. I mean, it gave birth to the much better spinoff, King of Queens. Yep. We're really off track here. No, it's okay, man. I was going to say, man, for a romantic outing. Well, let's get back to incel shit. Well, go uh, ahead. Go for ahead. a romantic outing, yep. would you ever go to a party place and rent out a bounce house? Like a moon fucking jumps? It was a pound? No. I mean. Well, because thousands of little kids have, like, Shitted. Wipe Marv. it down, man. Then wipe you can't it down wipe after. away eighty thousand gallons of kid piss. That shit's tainted, dude. I don't go into that shit. Like uh, my kids went there. Was there was like a there was a place in Hot Springs 
that it would like they had a funny hustle because they rented out bounce houses. Yeah. But they also put them all in a room. You talking about hog wild? <laughs> yeah, they put them all in a room and would inflate them and let the kids like play with them. Yeah, but but, but if one was rented, it wouldn't be there. Yeah, that shit was so funny. Man, my kids love that shit. But dude, dude they, my kids went to a birthday party there, and they were like, "Get in!" And I was like, "Fuck no!" They're like, "You kids are disgusting." And I oh, was like, yeah. "I made my kids go home and fucking shower." Like guys, if you, like I'm bleach is probably bad for you, but this might be the time you want to hit it because yeah, the kids. kids up, but I was like, I probably fucked my daughter up because I was. She was like, "What's the big deal?" And I was like, "Yo, kids, like you're not gross to me, but like kids are. They just shit their pants. They don't wipe right. Nope. They piss everywhere. They barf. They fucking blow their nose. But they do all that and don't wash their fucking hands, right? And then you put all of that together into a bounce house, and I, there's no." way i'm gonna no. have sex in that man fair enough because i was like yeah i'm on board i'm gonna do that but now <laughs> now you're out dude yeah. i'm telling you it's just fucking gross thanks dude. for saving me man you're welcome man because you're you would have got some y'all would have got some crazy infection dude you would have had one of those MRSA outbreaks you would have got measles, dude. <laughs> you would have brought fucking measles. Yeah, I would have got polio, brought, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to get fitted yeah, for some new shoes. You would have got fucking, you got fucking uh, holio, dude. You would have gotten... Holio? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> I can't a, shit by myself. You would have had a fucking crippled asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking turn it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this, this fucking stalker-ass dude, uh, he lived... One of his habits, George stopped by Leon Heights convenience store in Belton, Texas before dawn on October 16th. The cashier named Mary Mead, who was familiar with Anard, she didn't like him because he came in there all the time. She said that uh, he seemed like he had a lot of problems, and honestly, she was afraid of him. Wednesday morning, Mead says she sent something different as she rang up his orange juice, sausage biscuit, candy bar, and donuts. You ain't fucking if you eat that for breakfast. No, dude. <laughs> Every single thing, and it's got sugar and fucking carbs in it. Dude, think about fucking eating a Snickers and then pounding it down an orange juice. God, dude, that makes me want to barf. And donuts, bro. Um, just think about having orange juice with donuts. That sounds like one of the worst fucking things of all time. And it says donuts, so you know it was like one of those sleeves of powdered yeah. donuts. That's like brushing your teeth hey, and eating a fucking sweet tart. Exactly. Man. Here's the Death Metal Dicks Challenge. Film this shit, post it online, and I'll give you some sort of fucking attention on the internet. Eat a powder. One, get one of those sleeves of powdered donuts. Eat one, and while you're chewing it, get a swig of orange juice in your mouth. At the same time, film it and send it to us, and I will be blown the fuck away because that sounds like the worst thing of oh. all time <laughs> it sounds so fucking bad dude shit it sounds so <laughs> bad dude uh she says on that day for some reason he seemed almost calm kind of friendly which is the first time she ever remembers him being like that seven hours after that interaction he arrived at Luby's, 17 miles away now the bluebies on october 16th was fucking packed my bro we're talking National Bosses Day, my man. And where else do you take the chief regional manager of gout? The fucking supervisor of pre-diabetes? Yeah. I just don't feel like there's not a moment that place is packed. 
There was 150 people in there. Man, that's cool. That's a lot of motherfuckers eating out of lubies at one time, bro. They need that money. <laughs> yeah. I support that shit. Just imagine, like, America is so disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. You just, Like, oh, it's National Bosses Day. Let's fucking... Whew, down here in Colleen, Texas, ain't no finer place than lubies. I'll tell you what. You've been such a good boss to us. We wanted to come together as a team and go out to eat with you for lunch down at the Lubies. And I'll tell you this. We're going to, you can have even three entrees if you want to today, boss. We got eggplant we, casserole. We'll buy it for you. They have that? Yeah, dude. It's good, too. <laughs> you know, that's you, all you, 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 you know Lubies inside and out, bro. Boy, I can't, boy. like, I know they have fried chicken and macaroni and cheese because it's a cafeteria. Yeah. But beyond that, dude, you uh, got the, the fucking details. Like, where the fuck do you get eggplant casserole at besides Lubies, dude? Man, uh, I would say <laughs> you know a the staple fucking, in fucking all cafeterias, man. No, I've never had an eggplant casserole. I've never had an eggplant casserole in my good. life. I've had eggplant parmesan. Is it the same thing? No, no. Okay, break it down for me. Man, they take an eggplant, they dice it up like a tofu, kind of, and then they, they mash it up with the cheeses and some creams and some fucking crust and some seasonings, man. Probably some cream of chicken. Man, and just bake it up. Man, That's what every... Ca- Why did I even ask? That's what every casserole is. It's yeah, bullshit. Man. Fucking casseroles... You, you, like, that... Buffets, and cafeterias, church, after yeah. church banquets... This shit's gotta stop. The no, only, man. The, 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 okay, the only good thing you can do with a casserole is solve world hunger. Because you fucking you can't ever eat all of a casserole. You can't you take a snow. You take a scoop of it. Fucking fills back in because it's just a protein, chick, cream of chicken soup or cream yeah. of mushroom soup, something crunchy, mm-hmm. cheese. You fucking bake it every That's single some time. Hey. Let me tell you how you look. If somebody is serving you a casserole, <laughs> yeah, don't th- don't let them. No, 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 no. But here's this is how you know if it's gonna be good or not. If they got that flappy ass back arm when they serve it to you, oh uh, yeah, like a math teacher. Yeah, man, they got that old ham in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that so loose, fucking, that you're loose good. with the wrinkle in the middle. But somebody looks like a vegan serving. It's like it to a you. reverse bicep, dude. Yeah, but you get the fuck. It's, out a, of it's there. a negative bicep. Yeah. <laughs> they got that loose ass church arm. Yeah, Yo, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be good. I don't, but. dude. I mean, I'm never like mad at a casserole, yeah. but it's also fucking gross, dude. Is lasagna casserole? It's gotta be. Yeah, dude. I mean, you bake it with some cheeses <laughs> and sauces, but it's some meat. But there's no like cream of mushroom soup or cream of cheese. I don't mean soup. nothing, man. There's, I mean, yeah. All right, all right. The taco bake. What's the best? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. What's the best casserole of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Is it lasagna? Because if lasagna is a casserole, bro. Nah, it's macaroni, man. Macaroni's not a casserole, dude. If it's uh, we're talking about noodle components with fucking dairy products, <laughs> and you bake it, but it's only one layer, bro. Like casseroles are generally not if you so put like, like six cheeses in it, dude. All 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 macaroni is is nah. It's not a casserole, dude. It's not no. a cat. Like baked macaroni, I get what you're saying. Dur- it's delicious. Man, what about a Dorito chicken casserole? That's good. It's not that. That's good. good dude. It's all right. No, it's good. It's it good. good. But I'm, but I'm talking about. I'm saying, what's the best of all time? You of can, all time, compare it to lasagna, dude. Uh, would you rather have a lasagna or a Dorito chicken casserole? Dorito chicken casserole. Okay, out of all the dumb things you've ever said around me, I mean, it depends on lasagna, man. Lasagna rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Welcome to. K D I C K. I like the vegetable casserole with the white sauce in it. But Today like at noon, a 12 hour block yeah. and lasagna rocks. 
Man, I make a fucking uh, sweet potato chorizo cheesy casserole. Uh, your food, shit. I don't want it. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound good at all. Oh, somebody's got shitty taste and stuff. You drink chorizo, sweet potato, fuck green you. chilies and cheese, man. That's good. Nah, you suck. You're drinking Miller Lite, uh huh, and Lacroix. That sounds healthy. That sounds like a Morrissey album. I drink the liquor tonight. Damn and I'm alive. I fucking hate Morrissey, dude. Why you got read Morrissey to this? You know what's? I mean, that's what worse you- than Morrissey is a, a chorizo, sweet potato. I'm telling did you. Did you have a re- Was that a recipe or did you just riffed it? No, it was a recipe. From what? From somebody who can cook, but No, dude. That's like an allrecipe.com. Nah, Here's what my nah, Nana's nah, been doing nah, for nah. years. Nana? What's a Nana know about chorizo? <sighs> I don't fucking know, dude. Then no Mexican person made that food before ever. No, dude. They know what's delicious. It's a casserole. That's not delicious. Oh. If we're going with the best casserole. It's not that. No, oh, man. It's a smothered burrito. That's not a Stop trying to freestyle <laughs> what a casserole is. Or, I mean, fuck you. Let's get back to this I mean, shit. I don't know what it is. Luby's is my fave. Yeah, right. But So the eggplant casserole is the point. That's that's good, man. It could have stopped the murder is what you're getting. Man. Yeah, they would have fucking scooped that old boy and launched it. So thanks to fucking Boss's Day, you know who the real villain is here is diabetes. I mean, honestly, these, these poor fucks were going to die like, you have 150 people in Luby's. 25 of them are dying from diabetes. The rest of them are women. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you could have done that better, man. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, so out of, again, out of 150 Luby's patrons, I think a light estimate is to say that it... 25, 27 of them are going to die from complications of food. You know what I mean? There's hard laying in the floor when this went down, man. So this dude drives his fucking truck through the front window, and people try to jump out of the way. Some people take truck, and then everyone's like, all right, this was a fucking... <laughs> Tried to jump out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you got to think about the action level of your average luby. Because, like, you know, like, okay... Buddy is the most in shape person that loves Luby's. And I want you to think about that long and hard. Hey, man. Shout out to Guinness. Man, they need to let that, me know. That's, yeah. Like, where, where you are physically supreme is a Luby's. Like, oh, you're yeah. God. Yeah. You're an Adonis. Like, if someone saw, does Luby's have, cho- like, on tap chocolate milk? No, I don't know. But they got the fucking cartons, man. Mm, fuck the cartons. What yeah. what what shit ass place like that well, has they, the? They used to have, they had the cartons and then they had like the big bottles of them. Man, I always got two big bottles. But then I also God. man, when I was a teenager, you fucking slurped at that too. You did like a. Oh yeah, you got all horned up, dude. Man, uh, I think like when I like around the time I figured out jacking off too, man. I never mind. What do you mean never mind? You know the family bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You got you, you, dude. I've never seen you try to catch yourself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I would just go bust it in the sink because I was thinking, man, you know how many moms was in here at Luby's? Yeah, man. I yeah, mean, I mean, dude. I was you, thinking about the you, macaroni moms. Nothing is sacred to you. No. One time, I made my parents. 
I made my parents no. go to McDonald's and get the fucking uh, Captain Hook Happy Meal because I just wanted to twat it. I says, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to save some room for this lubies, man. I had that Rufio fucking raft where you put it in the... You <laughs> they put took it. you to McDonald's. All right. So you didn't you yeah. didn't word this in a way that even made sense to me. So you were going... You knew you were going to lubies. Yeah. They took you to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And you ordered the Happy Meal because you wanted a hook toy. Yeah. I wanted the Rufio raft. And, but you, you're you saying that you did not eat the Happy Meal. No. That, that's a lie. I mean, I did later. You are lying. I saved it. <laughs> For after Lubies? Yeah, man. I didn't eat the fries because, you know, once they get cold. Yeah, it's, done, it's over. God. But they had that Rufio fucking raft, man, that you put in the bathtub with it, float about, and you could squeeze it and suck up water. And oh, yeah. About, I know man. all about it. Dude, I took that inside of Lubies and was sucking up that cheese water from the macaroni. <laughs> it was fucking shooting it on my grandpa's fucking church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just say I did that good at church that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the worst fucking, just like from birth. <laughs> like, he never stops. I'm the most mischievous motherfucker yeah. there is. Yeah, that's true, dude. That is true. You are definitely fucking that. So before he even gets out of the fucking truck, and people are trying to figure out what's going on. And they're like, oh, look at this crazy wreck. He sticks his pistol out the window and starts just firing fucking shots. When he finally gets out of the fucking truck, this fat fuck has got a cigarette dangling from his lips. Firing shots at families and people. And he goes, all women of Colleen and Belton are vipers. This is what you get for what you've done to me and my family. This is what Bell County did to me. This is payback day. Holy crap. A patron of the restaurant. Man, this is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Vipers is a fucking funny one. I'm going to start calling women Vipers from It's now. like a 1950s gang, <laughs> man. What's up, you fucking Viper? Butterf- <laughs> butterfly knife specialist. I got a feeling we're about to change culture once again by starting by bringing this dude's legacy back and calling women vipers from now on. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Listen, you fucking viper. Just <laughs> <laughs> suck it and shut up, okay? A patron, Tommy Vaughn, who was described as a huge dude. Six foot six, 347 pounds. It's a big dude, but like, okay, to give you a scope, I'm six foot four, uh, and yesterday I weighed three, uh, 280 pounds. Okay. I'm huge. Yeah. This guy, two inches taller, goddamn 70 pounds heavier. <laughs> but you know, it's not like <laughs> muscle, you know what I nah, mean? Uh, so what does he do? He fucking throws his fat ass. Through a Luby's window, which <laughs> legitimately saved lives, like set like a lot of people because of the fun. Then, like the way when I heard this, what I thought about it, it's so funny that you brought up like Hook. No, listen, <laughs> listen, it's so funny that you brought up Hook yeah. because I when I heard this, I immediately thought of that fucking fat kid from Hook, yeah. whose ability you know was that to rolls, man? roll himself into people yeah. to get like oh, jelly roll. And <laughs> 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 he grabs his ankles, man. Yeah, dude, that's what I like. This fat fuck is like, I gotta do something. And just fucking uh, grabbed his ankles and rolled out of the fucking window. And he, he the people got out. Then. He didn't shoot him midair. He didn't go, pool. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. 
And then uh, fucking Big Incel opened fire on patrons and staff with two handguns. And just this fucking, like, you know, he's just insane. Because there's nobody in particular that he's mad at aside from just the all vipers. And he's just fucking <laughs> firing going, is it worth it? Tell me. Is it worth it? And firing continuously, reloading his fucking guns. The patrons ducked under tables, chairs, benching, holding each other's hands, trying to keep people safe. And then everyone that was left after the big burst is that he walked around hunting people that he, anyone he could come across and just was executing people. Families hidden under tables. No one was panicking, screaming, running for the door. Uh, one of the things that some of the victims said that really messed with people. And again, these are also coming from the, what I'm telling you, small town Texas news. These are they're just talking about this shit on like the local NBC station. So it's like Gail Espinosa, local Viper reporter down here at Luby, is covering the case of this fucking shit and I'm trying to figure out exactly what the truth is so we're gonna find out exactly what it was like that fateful day when George Hennard fired upon this Louis you were there right ma'am tell us about it and she you know people would be like uh, the silence was what haunted me just gunshot nothing gunshot and it went on for the fucking like he reloaded three times before police arrived and engaged him in a shootout. And uh, the sh- the reason he got into a shootout is because there was a hotel across the parking lot. Yeah. And there was two like Texas Ranger type. I, I'm fucking up. It, they weren't Texas Rangers, but they were like uh, Texas Bureau of Investigation. Like, you know, how every state's got their own FBI. It's not the federal yeah. And they were, like, teaching local police about tactics. Yeah. And so they, like, went outside to have a fucking smoke break and, like, saw this shit going on. Damn. And, like, ran across the parking lot to engage this motherfucker. Man, cops and, say cool, but a Texas cop is Yeah, exactly. Because well, you got them cowboys. Well, when, when, when they're, like, a, when the, yeah, when they're, you know, when you're, like, trying to teach fat local cops how to do uh-huh. shit the right way and you see something going down and you fucking... Go go after him, Texas lawman style. Yeah, but you spark him a Winston Red and yeah, fucking take exactly. him out. Like here we go. Now man, that shit's tight. Man, you know what's cool about this shit? There's a picture I posted on Instagram today of a fucking gun laying down on the Luby's plate. Man, yeah. that's a legit gun. That boy laid down on the Luby's plate. That picture is really that. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. Oh my he god! He just laid a nine down on top of a Luby. Like, Red, you gonna finish that? I'll show you light cat. plate. Fucking, you can finish that eggplant casserole. Man, there's Mac and that and some fucking okra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if he yeah. would have tasted his finger before he shot the next shot, he'd be like, "I give up. This place was good." Right. So the thing with these cops that broke in, right, is like one of them was old, like near retirement, and one of them was really young. And they're, so they were like seriously a fucking crime fighting duo of the, it was like probably like Tommy Lee, like if we got like Tommy Lee Jones and fucking, uh, Ryan, uh, Gosling. Okay. And so they're like paired up together and the younger guy is like jumping in to engage in a firefight with the dude. Right. The older guy is like kind of hanging back and they say it takes him a while and people like witnesses and people that survive victims. That's the best thing to say. 
complained about the cops like being rough and rude with them, but they were trying to like sneak in to where the guy was, and so they'd be like, shut up, shut up, shut up, get the fuck out of the way. Like, you know, like hard policing. Yeah. And trying to get to where they could get a, a clear shot. So uh, they fucking finally opened fire for on him, and they, they said that he had reloaded his guns at least three times and before they got into the shootout. Now, once he got shot... He crawled towards west restroom doors, but he couldn't get in because the p- people fucking fled to the bathroom and like held the door shut. Which is smart because those doors is thick. Th- you know, well, because dude, you think about the amount of shit that's happening. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta movies. get the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that bathroom exactly. is tough to <laughs> yeah. fuck away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because dude, just fucking like uh, your average daily lubies fucking patron. Well, you know how you go drop your tray off. Like yeah. at that one spot, it's like a like at a fucking uh, hospital. You drop your tray off, you slide it down them like roller things, man. Yeah, but they got that glass window. They have that on the bathrooms. Like there's like a glass window sectioned off things. So it's like blocks of turd smell. The big thick oak doors <laughs> keep the turds <laughs> out because you're blowing it up. Man. Keeps out the turds and the back. You know how many times I like, man, I got done with the first light plate. I got like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got a clear room for the second one. Man, I did. Too. I got to drop a heavy plate. Uh, Drop at him. So they fucking uh, catch him over by the doors. They have him surrounded. They shoot him two more times in his abdomen. So he's moving around, and uh, he's got a gun pointed at himself. He's pointed back and forth at cops, and uh, they're trying to like console him because that's what you know. At the end of the day, they want to arrest him and shit. And he's telling the cops, you know, fuck off. It's like I'm gonna any I'm gonna kill as many as I can. But he's not shooting at the cops. He only had one fucking bullet left in his gun, which is crazy. I don't know. I guess he probably counted, but he shot himself in the head with it, of course. Of course. Yeah. That's how you do it. Uh, and the entire event apparently only took 12 minutes. Whoa. Good. So, I mean, you know, shot 60 fucking people. That shit is crazy. Fucking crazy. And it's not like he's in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like no. he's a fat, disgusting fuck who's having candy bars, orange juice, donuts, sausage biscuits for breakfast. Like, just too action-packed for someone like that. Man, he should have been smart and just ordered a shitload of garlic bread. Yeah. And just fucking made a vest out Yeah, of that, that he would have could probably come out hey, unscathed. That's good, too, but it's hard to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some fucking roofing shingles. Yeah, and so, like, <clears throat> trying to get to the bottom of it, it's like, like I told you, his parents had been divorced, and uh, his dad was super fucking rich. His mom wasn't, but she got a lot of money from him and the divorce and shit. So she tried to open this antique store. In, like, their old shitty antique house. I mean, it wasn't old and shitty. It was, like, a giant antique house. But it's an antique, so it's shitty. Yeah. Just, like, had failed at business and treated him like shit his whole life. His parents wouldn't speak about it publicly. And they try to say they have no idea what the rampage was all about. No one ever tracked down his brother and sisters. Because, again, all the reporting was done by, like, shitty local Killeen, Texas yeah. news stations. Uh, you know, so the parents said no one knows why it happened. They're never going to have answers. But, you know, he had, like, a crazy fucking... Ed Gein type relationship with his mom you yeah. come to find out later I mean not from the dude because he shot himself in the head but just from like people that had been around them because he was you know basically living with his mom as an adult and she was fucking bad shit crazy and failing at business meanwhile his dad was rich as shit didn't really want anything to fucking do with him uh, and this is where it's not like gun reform happened but this is when they started talking about like should mentally ill like this is literally one of the first cases where they like Lawmakers started trying to pass laws, which, of course, you know, we understand that never happened. But the saying that if, you know, someone's mentally ill, should they be able to buy a fucking gun? This is what started that debate, basically. I don't understand. This is a debate. 
Like, well, if you can background check somebody and go, right. oh, they're clearly mentally unstable. I don't know enough about it to know if that is law. I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. All I can tell you is that I'm fucking half retarded and I fucking bought a gun easy. Yeah. Easy. Just went in. And I thought it was going to be like a three-day wait period to buy a pistol. No. Same day? Just went, not even. It was like the two minutes. It was just like going to Walmart, but I had to like fill out one paper. I mean, this is years ago, but still, yeah. like, you know, there's no, I mean, I don't give a, I don't really don't care that much, but it, and I, in my I house, I've got throwing knives. It's one of those things that I just don't know enough about the fucking, the, have an opinion on it. Um, the fucking Lubies opened up f- five months later, you know, I'm sure it was like a memorial plaque. Like here lie, like the fucking, you know, uh, the Tommy Vaughn memorial plaque, the dude that jelly rolled through the window, is probably hanging there. Now it's called Yank Sing Chinese Buffet. Oh. Yank Sing. Man. But that shit is, that, that shit's fucking crazy to me. Like shooting 60 people with two pistols. Yeah. Bonkers. Driving your truck through. Like that's just too many action movies. Too big of a hatred for women and other races. Man, when I die, my funeral will be at Luby's. If you guys took anything from this, start calling women vipers from here out. It's not malicious. It's just something. Some, it's no kind of cool, man. No one else does it. So that's the, you know, that's If you're a woman, just start wearing leather jackets with a collar popped on it and then get it a patch. You're one of the, the vipers. And get real good with a switchblade. Oh, switchblades are tight, dude. I would love to have yeah. a, or a butterfly knife. Like butterfly a, knife. Any of those cool carnival knives you can do tricks with, I would like to have one right now. Man, let's go to a gas station. All right, man. Hell yeah. Well, that's been a fucking fun episode. What song did you sync up with this fucking man, I got, massacre? There's a we're doing a cover song by one of my favorites, heavy metal artist, Lita Ford. That's one of your favorites. Are yeah. you sure? Because the only song that I think she ever did that's good is fucking. If I close my eyes forever. Nope. Okay. And the song is. Only women bleed. <laughs> Dude, you are really fucking pushing it tonight. <laughs> Man, I was going to do Bredit's voice lunch hall food brawl, but uh, oh, yeah. it really, you know. All right. It's hard to find. Man, here's the thing, man. Dark lyrics. Yeah, I mean, we're wilding, dude. Yeah. We're, we're the only fucking podcast that's loosely based around the idea of syncing up lyrics to horrible crimes. Yeah, man. And it's like, what are you going to do with a fucking Luby's murder? Lead <laughs> it forward, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, fuck incels. I mean, that's a, like still the most disgusting type of person to be around. Like, you know, th- there's room to hate a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I can see if you've had problems with a woman, you don't really want to be around women for a while. Like, that's all psychological shit. But that the person like the weaselly, whiny yeah. Wimpy person who thinks that they're owed sex and that like that you, we all know someone that we've come across like that. It's the worst. Cut it out, man. If they got some fucking like cowboy boots that they've been polishing up, yeah, a Star Wars shirt, well, big ass belt time, buckle, so yeah, probably greasy fucking hair. Always good. like, dude. Every one of them always has the worst hygiene. It's like my bro, wash your dick, and then maybe there's a mirror. Like things might shake up for you. Man, I mean, just at least pop a fucking uh, Listerine fucking strip on your tongue to at least get that fresh breath. Yeah, know? come after, on. After eating all them nasty. It's easy. Man, you ever seen some motherfucker that had like Cheetos on their teeth, but they don't eat Cheetos? No. 
That there, sounds so Man, there horrible. was this boy we had on our bus. Man, we called him Mustard Boy. Because <laughs> he had mustard that, that guy's the, he, that is the, He's done a mass shooting. Man, right and he did karate too. Oh, he's done a mass shooting for sure. And his hair was the greased. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he lived in a trailer behind a he pawn shop, dude. Drove a, he probably drove a car into a crowd. He lived in a trailer behind a pawn shop. This is also I just saying that like early incel formula because they always drive cars in the shit like, like one a, mile away from the school, dude. One mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yo, all right. What'd you, what'd you call him again? Cheese mustard boy. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, shout out to Mustard Boy. We'll fucking. Oh, let me. I keep forgetting to do shout outs, dude. I'm sorry. Can you occupy for like two seconds? I yeah, fucking man. am starting to suck at this shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Anyone that's like been cool to us, I fucking love you. It's just like we've gotten this fucking formula where we're doing two fucking podcasts. I don't even have the fucking app downloaded. God damn it, dude. Yeah. I got a new phone. Listen, patrons, you fucking rock, and uh, you have no reason to be a patron of ours other than the fact that you like what we're doing. We'll get it fixed next week, man. We're going to do it the right way. Yeah. Well, there's no we. I will. No, I'll have to remind I'll get you. This. Yeah, that, well, that helps. You ain't got no Adderall, man. Uh... I'm a fucking idiot a lot of times, but I think, I mean, but all of you that are, that do do that are like long time listeners and man, thanks so much for that shit because we have to pay to put this shit out and, uh, and like you have no reason to fucking like us at all <laughs> except no. for just the podcast. And so thank you a million for everyone, even just giving us fucking iTunes reviews. That shit helps out in the long run. Recommending this to your fucking friends that like we have like almost I mean, a couple times a week, someone will be like, man, this person recommended you to me. Yeah. And they'll be a familiar name to me. And, like, that cycle continues. And for our type of shit, that's the way that growth happens. And so mm-hmm. we're fucking very grateful for everyone who's done shit like that. If, if I fuck up and forget to do some shit like that, like, I mean, I just did two podcasts back to back. It's not like an excuse. It's just like gotta, I'm not used to, like, the back to back formula yet. So yeah. pacing myself and getting there. The, please don't feel neglected. And if you ever fucking need anything from OKP, slide into my DMs on any social media, and I, I'll do whatever I goddamn can. Yep, same with me, man. All right. Well, we love you, and we'll talk to you next week, and I'll promise I'll get my fucking shout-outs in order. Hell yes. Yes. Thank you. Lube. Lube Lua. Well, you